I just remember, this is a new nigger from the last night of Hanukkah. From Zos Hanukkah, standing in front of a full menorah, this nigger came down.
that I saw and I was singing all the nigunim that uh, I would sing and everything and I just felt like it, it, everything feels old it doesn't feel like not holy it just feels old it feels old and Hashem sang, and I felt like Hashem saying so what are you quetching about like daven for daven for itchachut at that moment the, the menorah is full the kids are all around you you're in Eretz Yisrael so you know it's not about being stagnant, it's about like, in that moment, tuning into the tefillah of your heart. So I want to bless us all with a tremendous amount of hischachos, of a lot of renewal, and all the good things. Not, not, not The bad things should be <laughs> over with, but the good things, the good, like Rav Cook would say about Chadash Yit Chadesh. Okay, one more time.
morning, everyone. Yishakoyach. I want to say thank you very much to everyone that's here, to all the sponsors. There's been so many sponsors this month, this week. The Avrahams, the Rosenbaums, anonymously for, for the, commu- the community. Um, the Reinitzes, anonymously for the Refu of Eitan Yisrael, Ben and El Josephine. Ken, Ken Yerbu, the, the, it should always be uh, sponsorships for Beis Hashem for good news and good health. Um, but today, this morning, I want to thank Brother Dave for sponsoring this morning's breakfast. Lichvod. My father, who just made Aliyah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Big stuff. And for the Fushlema of? Aharon Svi Ben Fega Chava Leah. Aharon Svi Ben Fega Chava Leah. Does anyone need uh, anyone? There's pages here for whoever needs. You can pass these around. We should have a lot of siyad with today's learning. I also want to thank our dear Chaver Rabbi Eli Goldsmith here for for uh, helping make put put together this coming Monday night's event with with Nisim. It's going to be a very, very special thing. And uh, it went so smooth. And thank you so much for, for putting that together. And we should be zilcha for many more Holy Unity collaborations. Amen. All right, so Chavirim, um, open up, please. If you have the Sefer and Daf, um, Tzadik, Daf Tzadik in the Sefer. Up until now, what we've been learning from Rabbi Yaakov Meir Shechter has been that, at least in, in, in this beautiful parak, is redefining what menucha means. What does rest mean? What does this peacefulness mean? What's menucha? So Shabbos is a different type of menucha like we described. Menucha shleima she'at It's a complete menucha. The type of menucha that you desire, Ribbono Shalom. But the type, well, what can lead a person to feel deeply restful? Uh, peaceful. I saw this, I read this piece this week about, you know, the, everything today is three tips, you do this, you'll be set. Five tips, you do this, you'll be set. Uh, this one seems to be really, really uh, chazak. How do I know? Because I'm reluctant to try it. So it. And I think it's probably will be chazak. But one of the things it said is that to feel more menuchadik, to feel more restful about your sleep, so obviously, you know, the no-screen stuff before we go to sleep, that definitely is a, a big, you know, big factor. But the person said there is that write down um, three thoughts that took up most of your mind today in terms of making you worry about things. Write it down on a piece of paper next to your bed. Don't solve it. Don't, don't write how you're going to solve it. But write down the three most worrisome thoughts that you have. And the ke'ilu is like, you, 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 it's almost to a certain level, like you took it out of you. And it doesn't reside in the subconscious, at least while you're hopefully getting your, char- your batteries recharged. Now, I don't know if the follow-up piece is, now look at it first thing when you wake up in the morning and try to fix it that day. But at least, you know, everyone goes to sleep. Whenever anyone, you know, comes with a shtickle tzaris and they're like nervous, what does that person think, what does that person think? We all know, everyone, everyone goes to sleep with their own pekalach. Everyone goes to sleep with their own inyanim. As much as we may notice other people's bayot, bechulei, everyone, adam yodea maras nafsho, everyone knows what's going on inside of them. Before you go to sleep, to do that can give you a certain level of rest. So, 
what are you saying? Before Shabbos comes in, write down on a piece, as if we have time to write something down on a piece of paper before when Shabbos comes in. I mean, you do, because you turn off your phone about five hours before Shabbos, right? No. An hour or two. An hour or two, yeah. That's a very rare, uh, very rare phenomenon. But every, everyone has their own no, Bechina. <laughs> he, gets, he gets his head on. He gets his head on for Shabbos. We're going to see today what else, what, what brings out the sense of going through a Shabbos where you have a Margoa. Like we was taking, I think we were talking about this, you know, we haven't learned this for about two or three weeks because last Shabbos was Erev Shabbos Hanukkah. week before was, I was in the States, week before, like three weeks ago, about the Menucha of Margoa, right? That's what we were talking about. So open up on page Tzadik, B'Mechilta. The first paragraph over there. B'mechilta amru ala kosov. So Medjur says regarding what the Pasuk says, that you should work for six days and do all of your melacha. Right? Look at the Pasuk. Do everything you have to do in six days. The Medjur says, can a person do everything they have to do in six days? Ela. We've been saying this. He's like, no. Shabbos, where's some chaperets? What was the what was the language you had when we first? Oh, um, uh, uh, work hard, Shabbos hard. Right. So work hard in order to Shabbos hard. Meaning, I would say like this: work, uh, not even hard. Work, do uh, work. Okay, work. Shabbos hard. Why? Because when you, it, in order to Shabbos hard, it puts work in, into perspective. And we're going to be doing the flip around this, this today, of the way we've been learning this thing. We've been learning every week for months. They have to come Shabbos, kol melachtecha asuya. All of your melachas are already done. That's how you go into Shabbos. There is no Motzi Shabbos. Remember, we had to get a special heter to come back into a non-Shabbosdik world. That's what the Havdalah is. It's a heter to go back into non-Shabbosdik world. But when I go into Shabbos, the mindset is, I may never leave here. So yeah, everything I have to do is done. Therefore, the Pasuk Darshan's out. Do everything you have to do. Why? Because when Shabbos comes, it's as if you did everything you ever had to do in the world. Because you may not ever go back. If you're going to be real with your benching. If you're going to be real with benching, you have to go into the mindset of There's no other project I need to do. Next paragraph. When it comes to Shemitah, it says on the seventh year, means you're completely neglecting your your lintosh, um, means you're... Um, yeah, yeah, but netisha means like you're abandoning. You're abandoning. What are you abandoning? That which you thought you needed to do for the land every day for six years. That mindset of how am I taking care of this? The mind says for six years, the way that I take care and nurture this is by working it. Now the mind has to go through this crazy shift and says the way that I'm taking care of nurturing this land is by completely abandoning the exact thing that I thought this, this field was depending on. A person has a, has, a, has a sada, has a field, a planted field. 
and a person works it, develops it, this, this field produces fruit. He sells this fruit. Yesh lo shefa. person has an abundance. And not just that. The way I took care of this land for six years, I translate it to be, that it translates into, the way that I translate the work on this thing brings, comes down to tachlis. Mamon. And then when the seventh year, Shemitah comes, which is like Shabbos. God says, He parted me, Leave, depart. Leave, leave for this year. Abandon the field. And the paupers and poor people from your people will come and eat from it. And what they don't get to, the beasts of the field will come and get to. And just like you thought that the produce pro- the process for six years was that you're working, and this is what's producing, giving you fruit, selling the fruit, giving you money, that was from Hashem just as much as whatever is happening over here is from Hashem too. Klomar, and this is so important. This is Emuna 101. If it happens to come across your thought that for the six years, this past six years, the reason you had money is because how hard you worked on that field. That's, that's an ashlaya. Now here we're touching upon a yisot from the Baal Shem Tov. There's a Rav in, in, uh, by Rav Weinberger, Rabbi Rubenstein. Have you heard of Rabbi Yeshua Rubenstein? He, he, he has a shmuz that I heard, which explains that everyone thinks, like, what's the balance between bitachon and hishtadlus, right? Right, so you know the mahach. So what's really, how much, a person, how much is dependent on hishtadlus, according to the Baal Shem? Like, bepnimiyus shel advarim? It could be interpreted the wrong way. That's why I'm hesitant to really give this over right now. Is it connected to how much amuna you have? It's not even your ishtadlus. Meaning, it, Hashem had to envelop it in a manner in which the shkilu, like the Tanya says about that, the, you know, the Yibar Shalem is kivyachol. Through his anava, he made space for you to think that it's kilu your shayach to this party. But in the panemius of things... The panemius of panemius, because a person's always you know, going back and forth. Ishtadlus versus emuna, ishtadlus versus bitachon. Be'emet, is there really like saying, okay, it really is dependent on how much is just you, 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 and then you meet bitachon, 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 and hopefully they merge and they create this beautiful, beautiful dance. It can't be. Hashem is either everything, or in your mind, He's nothing. Because if he just meets you, if it's just meeting Hashem halfway, that's not Hashem you're talking about. It's, a, it's, it's something else. It's a spiritual good feeling. They, and the Shleilam, by the Rebona Shleilam, it's either everything, by the way the Baal Shem Tov sees it, it's either everything or nothing. So yes, the Torah says work for six days. The Torah says work for six years. But in the Pneumius of things, is there a difference? And Shoevdel, there's no difference. Now you only, when do you realize what, what we just learned right now? You can't realize that on Sunday, Monday too. When you look at that with, with non-Shabbosdik eyes, it gives you a problem over here. And it, provide, it presents this deep theological and philosophical stira mine deep stira inside. 
When is the time to look at what we just said? There's only one time that you could look at it and it actually brings a person much more menucha. Top left column. Well, because you planted it, therefore it worked. Who, who decided that the laws of nature should be like this? Without God, whatever you planted wouldn't have, wouldn't have sprouted forth, wouldn't have blossomed. Everything is from Hashem as. And then a person becomes nechlal. That means kivyachol, included, consumed in a holy way in Hashem. Now you have a completely new flow of abundance. And then my brachas start flowing for real. Ken hadavar le'inyan Shabbos Kodesh. It's dangerous even saying this on Friday, but it's, at least it's safer on Friday because we know we're about to be in the mikvah, right? But really, what is he saying over here? A person has to realize all this hustle and bustle, everything that was going on this week, and yeah, feel good about yourself. You went, you worked, you got money, you filled the fridge, you paid tuition, all these things. Kivyachol, it's you, nachon? Only you, you alone, you again, only you. I had the koach to work and do that because you gave me the koach to do that, which brought me some money, which then I filled the fridge. But really it was only you in the beginning and in the end. If I'm, if I'm being, you know, Shuli Rand is such a, he has so many deep songs, but one of his, one of the deepest songs is that it's, I mean, they're, they're very, they could, they're very, very depressing at times. Huh? You saw him again. We went to a concert once of his, we left halfway through because I was, it was like, I still wanted to be besimcha. It was a very in, intense. Yeah, he was in a dark, dark place talking about uh, suicide rates of, of of single fathers. Like that was the topic of the concert. It was a very uh, dark one. In Ruch Hashem, we got out of there in time. But he starts off one one of his songs. He's saying, "Ribono shalolam im nedaber gluyot." Okay. Now, what does that mean? Im nedaber gluyot. What does that mean in Hebrew? What's that? If we're going to be revealed, if we're just going to talk about really what's going on, right? And then he goes on a whole Hisbodidus, this song, right? Like every Hisbodidus says, So over here, I feel like he's pushing us, Rabbi Yaakov Meir Shechter is pushing us and saying, If we talk for real, this illusion messes with me. Why? Because I have to feel good about myself. And a person generally feels good about themselves when they can take pride in how they've taken care of their family. That's generally how a person in today's day and age feels good about themselves. Taking pride and being dignified about how I take care of my family. <coughs> do, you want me to, do you want me to throw that away too? It almost feels like the bread of shame. Sorry? It almost feels like the bread of shame. How? If you're, not, if, you're, if you're doing something but then it's really an illusion, you're not doing anything, you're like, oh, what am I... So that's why I'm saying we have to throw a, a strong tefillah onto this because Hashem is Baruch, of course you want me to feel... 
simcha by the way that I take care of my family, but, but I know you'd rather me have simcha about the way you take care of my family. So please merge those two worlds. May it be one. May there be no problem with that statement. It's a very humbling statement, but it's a very, it's a very powerful one. It's a very deep one. When do I get to a place that when I think about that statement, it brings me calm? Only on Shabbos. During the week, I'm so immersed in the Pasuk, Shesh Yamim Tavod. I'm just so immersed in, uh, in Vasisa Komalach Tacha, because that's what the Torah said too. But I have to meet that place of Rav Biederman Emuna about everything, everything, every shekel, every dollar, every, 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 that cream cheese is because it was determined on Rosh Hashanah that that would be able to be here right now, right? Everything. This, I, 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 was I shared, no, I shared with woman, the woman here yesterday. This week was a very intense chuppah. Did I tell the chavah here? No. I did? I don't think so. I told you, a very, very, I, I had to do this, a crazy chuppah. What, what was the crazy chuppah? Is that, it was a chassan and kala, they are getting married, but the father's, the, the chassan's father died about three months ago. And, you all know that it's still okay to get married. In fact, there's even a, you have to get married if you're if you're engaged, even if you're in your your, your year of avilus. Shaila about other family members is a little bit different, but even whatever. Now the chasen and I don't even know how this couple. Emma says I don't know how this couple got to me. I, I don't. I, I really I'm trying to figure out because at the wedding I I didn't even know anybody there. But what they wanted was that. No, there's no dancing at the wedding. It wasn't, wasn't a harkadot uh, because because it was too hard for the mother who was grieving over the, the loss of her husband and the other siblings. It just would have been would have been wrong, even though it's mutar. Okay, even though it's mutar, they felt it would have been wrong. It would have been off. So they came here a few months ago, and they, right after they got engaged, and they said, "Okay, we can't push off this wedding, but we also can't do the wedding the way we planned it. So, would you? Are you able to do?" Uh, long chuppahs. So I'm thinking, <laughs> long chuppahs? Are you kidding me? <laughs> my chuppah, I told them, like, my chuppah was the shortest chuppah I'd ever been to from any of my chevra, but for my parents' friends, it was the longest chuppah they were ever at, right? I said, long chuppah? And I told them the first chuppah I, I ever did, I was so nervous. Oh my God, I was on such... The first chuppah I did in Israel, I was on the moshav. I was on such spilkas. It was Tan, Elna Tan Golem and Chanita Sam. Like two epic families from the Moshev. I have Michal Golem standing next to me all the time. Allah Shalom and Avram Sand. It's Reb Shlomo's Moshev. It's like, this was 13, 14 years ago. It's like, and after the Chuppah, I was, it was like, it was three and a half hours. It was Mamash, three, three, three and a half hours, right? For me, it was like 30 seconds, Mamash. Um, but so this, when this couple said, can you do long chuppahs? I said, listen, I can do long chuppahs, but like, what, what do you mean? He's like, no, can you do a chuppah that basically, that's going to be the whole wedding. So what do you mean? He's like, well, there's not going to be dancing or anything like that. But can you put, you know, every, everything, make the Torahs and every piece of the chuppah filled with nigunim and Torah? I said, are you kidding me? This is like, this is how every, I mean, this is how every chuppah, every, every, every wedding should be. So I had a little band with me. I had my friend named Rod and Hanan Elias, and we were there. And it was... Well, I'm, I'm bringing this up because when he says over here, Zulas Ezra Hashem Isbarach Lo Yaya Cholos Is that 
there, there was no illusions under that chuppah that the only way this was, this was able to still go on and, and happen is only because there's this higher force here, despite the ishtadlus of everyone to make it the highest wedding. This was God, this was me'ala teva. I'll tell you how much it was me'ala teva, how much it was two different worlds in one. But from the Kala side, Betzedek, they're flying, everyone's Bezsemcha, but a beautiful family. Tenth generation Eretz Yisrael, not Svartish, like Ashkenazi, which means they're probably either from Aliyah Sagra, right? Or what else could it be there? If it's Ashkenazi, tenth generation? But they've been here for a while. Huh? The Hassan's family... Uh, he's he's going to be first generation. He's a Balchuva from from New Jersey. So, the second they broke the glass, the Kala side is flying, semcha, and the mother comes down from the chuppah, runs into her two daughters, the sisters of the chassan's arms, and the three of them are bawling hysterically right by the chuppah in the first row, uncontrollably. Now, if you walked in there. You would think, and, and you, you would think that there's some kind of a, a very serious bipolar matzah over here going on, right? If you just walked into that into that wedding hall, you see this happening and this happening right over here. The ability for those two worlds to merge together at that moment and be real had not had very little to do with everyone's hishtadlus and making mapitam zula sashem isbarach loyacholazer lekum. Now that's true about everything. It's true about every single thing in the world. But the hisboninus, the way that that, I really believe in that statement and not just know that it's the right and from thing to say, but when it becomes something that's alive and kicking in me, is only on Shabbos. That produces a level of menucha sanefesh more than anything else. It doesn't produce a cop-out schnorrer move, which means... It doesn't bring about this Indian of, oh, so now I, if I really believe in this, now I just really don't have to work as hard. Fakert. On the, on, the, on the contrary. You'll probably work even harder. And like the Rebbe showed us last week in the Shabbos Hanukkah vort we did, the, the Sicha we did, it's Dafka, the Avoda on Shabbos is, is filled with Malachadika holiness, right? Like we saw last week. But our souls are waiting and they're, they're anticipating this moment of what Be'ezer every single time on Shabbos Mincha we say Menucha Shleima Sha'ata this type of Menucha that you want is this recognition this realization Zulas Ezra Sashem Isbarach Lo Aya Yachol Asot Meuma Ulumad Zeh Tzorich Lachshov Sha'ashem Isbarach Aya Yachol Lefarnes So Gamim Lo Asam Meuma this is the hard one I'm going to read the, this is the next paragraph Uleuma Zeh Rav Yaakov Meir Shechter says Tzorich Lachshov Seeing, he's saying, on the one hand, yeah, I have to realize everything that happened here and all the work, it's only because Hashem allowed it to be. But then he says, Even if a person didn't do a thing. What do you say about that statement? So what, what, so what, is a, what would someone that has a problem with this, what would he quote? Who would he quote that counter this? The Rambam. What, what piece of the Rambam would he quote? Ein somchin alanes. Right? That you don't rely on miracles. 
That's what he's saying. So he's saying, Enbaya, you don't have to rely on miracles, but you have to be with the mindset that whether I work or not right now, Hashem Yisbarach already decided how it's going to be. Hashem has given me an opportunity to be partners, Kivyakal, with the master plan. That's all it is. That's all it is. That's all it is. Munach bezichroni perush noah sheshamati yomim b'shem agrom mivilna. Kol halan shiva yamim belochalom nikra ra. The Gemara in Baruchah says, if you had seven nights of sleeping and you didn't have a dream, what's it called? Ra. Who's Ra? The Metzius is Ra. You're Ra. Let's say for a second. There's a lot of different ways of explaining this, this Gemara. Look what he says here. She'avru shiva yamim velo hizbonen she'olam over v'cholef kachalam. Seven days passed and you didn't realize that this whole world is like a passing dream. Zenikra ra. That's called ra. If seven days passed in your life and you didn't see what you come to, the clear realization, Roshaniyam Kippur, Anayamenu Ketzel Over, right? Or um, by Adam Yesodo, you say, Churach Noshaves, Avak, right? We're like, our, our days are like a, a, a wind, Avak Poreach, dust that just you know, blast flows up. Bechachalom ya'uf, and like a dream that just passes by. So the Gemara says, seven days passed and you didn't you have a dream, meaning you weren't realizing, you didn't have a moment of realizing this is all just a passing dream. Wow, your metzius is a ra metzius because you're so stuck in thinking that this is, this is forever, this is eternity. So Rav Yaakov Meir says, in the name of the Gemara, in the name of the, of the, of the Gura, Lama dafka shiva yamim? The Gemara should have said, Ki al because it's Shisha Yamim, right? But why does it say Shiva Yamim? Ki al Shisha Yamim yitochen shayat tarud beparnasasa. For six days, it could be you really didn't have the time to observe the notion, the fact, that this is all just a, fl- a, a fleeting dream. Aval Shiva Yamim halo bintayim gamaya Shabbos. Yom menucha v'isboinilus. There's no mitzius that seven days passed without a Shabbos. So it must be that during one of those days, of the seven days Shabbos was there, that's a day of introspection. That's a day of realizing everything that we learned until now. Therefore, in the seven days, there was one day that was given to be Mizbonen, to look deeper at the context, at the real essence of what this world is all about. So what is this world really all about? What he said before, what he said before about this level of recognition of Hashem is running the whole world. And out of his, out of his tzniyas, out of his anava, he makes me feel like I'm partners with it. But really, if he wants me to have something, I'll have it. If he doesn't want me to have something, I won't have it. When do I get to that? He's boninus, not when I'm busy with the shisha yamim. Therefore it says, kol halan shiva yamim belochalom nikrara. That if you, seven days pass, and you don't come to the realization this is all an illusion, well, your Metzius is, is really shvach. Therefore, it begs the question, this everyone should answer differently for yourselves. What do you feel in your Shabbos is lacking that doesn't, hasn't yet brought you to this place of menucha, which produces this type of introspection, this type of izboninus? You, you don't have to answer now. But it's a shayla that needs to be you know, really put there, really like in, in the front of things. I was in the Makolet a few Shabbos. Uh, uh, the last week, when was it? When was Shabbos Chanukah? Last, last Shabbos. I was in the Makolet Shabbos Chanukah, 
And um, I pretended I didn't hear a conversation of two people that were right behind me that didn't see me. I pretended to myself I didn't hear it because it was too painful. Because they were, they were saying how the record for last time that there was Shabbos Hanukkah davening, which means Halal three Sifrei Torah, was an hour and 15 minutes. Right? So, so, so again, every person, now, every person has to figure out what, where they fall under this void of the Gra. It, listen, if, if, if that type of davening then gives you another hour and a half to do his Hisbaridus at home, <laughs> and being his binin on this emun of it, you know, who am I to say, like, who am I to say, like, come on, right? And a, and a real Brussler would say, of course that's what they're doing with the extra time right now. What do you think? Why else would that be happening right now, right? One day we'll be real Brusslers. But until that happens, right, I, I, I wish my, 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 I didn't have it in me. I didn't have it in me because I, I didn't want it to come Khalila from uh, Yohara, from... Uh, I was about to turn to them, but the problem is one of them is a gabai of another shul. I was about to turn to them and say, I really, really want you to come join us tomorrow. <laughs> right? A real chas, a real MS Dekel chas would have, would have done. What's that? <laughs> like, perfect. You finish and we just, right. <laughs> Ruben, you want to say something? Well, first of all, I heard that Lubavitch, I'm not saying that they're pushing that idea, but the explanation for fast davening was that the Yetzer cannot jump on the fast going train. So that may be, could be, right? That's why in, uh, in, in Ger also, in, in, if you ever see the Hasid, you know, Ger Hasidim, which is a mamlacha, fast. It's not necessarily, it's not necessarily that it ends earlier. <laughs> there's other stuff going on, but the actual davening, very, 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 very fast. Yeah, Lachal is anything like that. And as a musician, I have to say that I've heard, for example, a variation of Rakako, right, on violin, uh, cello. Right, so there are different ways to play. Somebody's playing fast, and you hear, right? And then I heard a guy doing it on a flugelhorn, and I could hear every single note. Uh, very deep. Fast as heck. Very deep. So I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm not, by the way, <laughs> defending anybody here. You're allowed to, by the way. <laughs> I was trying to before. <laughs> any, any, any event, what I, thank you for sharing that. You know, listen, I'll just, uh, it reminds me of something that happened here a few weeks ago. David Singer, I heard him, he's not feeling too good. But uh, he, um, he came to me after shul a few Fridays ago, already like probably two months ago. And he said, uh, he said, I, I, I could hear you're having a hard time with, uh, I could hear you're not you're not breathing enough. I'm like, why? He's like, you were you were. I could hear in your words you weren't there wasn't there wasn't breath between the words in your davening. It was so beautiful. Not not as a chazan, just because he sits right next to me. So, and I tu- and I and I turned to him and I I, uh, I said to him, I thought there's no I thought nevuah was uh, <laughs> was removed after Chagai's Chayan Malachi, right? And now every time that he's next to me, so like I, I really have this this awareness of like, am I breathing between my words? And, and, and we get so caught up, but am I breathing in between the words? And that brings a shtikel Shabbos into the, into the davening of the week because the the breathing, the breath that I get on Shabbos, is basically breathing in order to remember why I'm even breathing in the first place. This his boninus, this menuchas margoa, Rav Yaakov Meir Shechter is saying, 
is that if you go through Shabbos and that wasn't part of your Shabbos, kol halan shivayamin belo chalom nikra ra. Your Metzius is one that's just day in, day out, the same balagan, the same horrible, dark place. Anyway, we should be blessed. We're going to stop here, continue next week from here. We should be blessed that Be'ez HaShem, to have enough guts to ask that Shaila, do I have any hisbaninus on my Shabbos? Is there, are there, is there anything happening during my Shabbos <clears throat> that leads me to this introspection of, yeah, mamash, like everything I worked this week, thank you for the koach to mefarnas my family, and then you wink, right? And then you whisper and say, but we both know it's only because you wanted it to be. To really say that. That is, you know what that sounds like? That, that whole interaction sounds like... That's what it is. And that's the menucha shleima she'atarot seba. We should be zeichafet, please God, be'ezer Hashem. And thank you again. Mazel tov, I'm coming home. Be'erefua shleima, only good news for Am Yisrael. Amen. Amen. Take Basil home to your wife and children.